Welcome to Blokes No Walk, Just Talk podcast, where our guests will share with us their stories of struggle, triumph, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and remember, we're all in this together. Welcome to another episode of Blokes No Walk, Just Talk podcast. Joining me in the studio today is the inspiring crew from the I Got You organization. Joining me is Lisa, Mackenzie, and Taylor. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. I got you. uh, Well, first of all, I've got to say I'm pretty anxious and nervous about doing this one today. So I, I have been a bit stressed going into it. This is the first time I've interviewed a family and people with a direct impact of, of suicide who have been affected in, in such a way as, as what the three of you have. Lisa, I might come over to you about I got you and, and how I got you started. Yeah. Okay. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having us. Um, please don't, don't be anxious. Um, we're just... The fact that you're all staring at me is not helping. <laughs> and uh, well, actually, if I go back, Lisa and Mackenzie, we caught up a few weeks ago for a coffee and you told me about Taylor's behaviour. So that's also got me a little bit worried. So we're on edge. No, I'm joking, no, Taylor. I'm no. joking. <laughs> yeah, no. So thank you for having us. Um, I guess we're just a mother and, well, I'm a mum to three beautiful children uh, two daughters, Taylor and Kent, who are here. Um, but unfortunately, we lost Josh to suicide in April 2021. Um, and it rocked our world. Um, to see us at this point today, where we can, we've got a smile, um, which is a bit of a front to the grief and the trauma that we still carry today and every day. Um, but having I Got You is, I'll speak on behalf of the girls, it's our way of getting out of bed every day, knowing that we can, um, with three words, have a special message that carries Josh's legacy because they are his words and um, it is, you know, it's in his writing um, and we just do our bit um, for what we can do for the community so that no other families go through what we went through um, and what we continue to go through, I'll say, every moment of every day. Well, that's uh, so the words I got you were Josh's words, that that was something that he used to say? Yeah, he'd say that to his mates. Um, It was his way of, you know, letting them know that, you know, I've got you, but I love you as well. And I got you, it can mean so many things to so many different people. So the fact that we're able to have the three words and people can take that, you know, whichever way that they want to take it. And the way that we take it is we've got you. So, um, and in whatever you need from us. So, yeah, it's important. Very important. And and those words, I, I came across, I got you, obviously started Blokes Walk and Talk, and then very soon became aware that there were other organisations out there. And I think I first saw I got you with, was it a tradie, like a, 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 a ute drive or, or something along those lines? Yeah, so we did have um, 
that's probably when you first did see us. But yeah. before that, we've had a couple of um, like games of Oztag with um, tradies and, you know, just a bit of fun and social connection. But we've also had fundraisers as well where we've raised funds for local charities and um, they just seem to be getting bigger. Um, I think the more awareness that people have about suicide, the more people want to do something. And whatever that something is, um, you know, it, it can only be positive. Um, so our way of doing and giving back to the community is through fundraising and raising an awareness. And the awareness is through that um, we had our first trek of all trades. Amazing. And Taylor, I'll come over to you. Your involvement with I Got You, does it give you purpose? Do you feel, how do you feel being involved with it? Um, to be very honest with you, I don't really see it as it's a part of my life now doing I Got You. I don't see it as a job or anything like that. Um, obviously, when I Got You came around and the idea started, I was all for it and being the warehouse manager. But now, obviously, having mum and Ken's and all of the ideas that we come together with, with our village as well. I I don't know how to describe it. Obviously, when I did lose Josh, I was never, ever affected by suicide. So I never really understood the emotion behind all of it. But now to me, I'll do anything to be able to help people. I, you know, and a lot of people go, oh, really anything? Yeah, anything. I will do anything that I can to be able to support someone and be there and understand that person. So I got you to me is it's also everything because I won. I still get to remember my brother, not that I could ever forget him, but it's my purpose with my life now. And when you meet people, is that through different fundraising events and now that you've got, oh, I got you, it's actually something to talk to people about and then, then you can actually have a bit of a deeper conversation regarding suicide and is that what you find? Yeah, I've definitely found that, particularly when you wear the, the clothing out, you know, it resonates with different people. So sometimes I'll have people coming up and singing, you know, I Got You by Split Ends and I oh, go, yeah, yeah, that's that's okay or, yeah. you know, I Got You by UB40. But, you know. It's still a conversation it starter. It is, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. And I go, yeah, you're right. It is a song but this is what it means. And um, they're like, oh, but they're because we're sharing a story as well, um, you know, we do get that um, that engagement back from people and probably a conversation that they weren't prepared for, but they walk away like, yeah, okay, I've got you too. Gives so, them something to think about a bit Absolutely, yeah. Mackenzie, how do you find I Got You? What, what does it do for you? Is it, does it help you heal? Does it give you purpose? Oh, well, it's funny because I lived in Brisbane for a few years. So when I Got You first came about, I wasn't in Canberra for it, so I didn't really have that front on, like I wasn't involved because, you know, in the physical technicalities because I wasn't here. But a lot of like my friends in Queensland bought stuff. They didn't know Josh. They really only knew bits and pieces of me, but they went, oh, I want that hat. I'm going to get it. And it was like pretty important and it was just like, you know, something that started so small those people that will never know Josh 
like we did have this connection to him and to start the conversation with their families. Oh, we've never lost someone to suicide, but we can try and prevent other people from going through that. And that's important to me and it makes me feel not at peace but a lot more connected to other people that I may never have had that connection before. It's very inspiring and I imagine it must be very rewarding, help with the healing but also a constant reminder as, as well. And I have to say the merchandise, I can see you all wearing your I Got You t-shirts. I've got my I Got You hoodie. And I have to say the the level of service with the merchandise is pretty amazing because I ordered my hoodie, <laughs> I stuffed up my email address, <laughs> I stuffed up my mobile phone number because I put in old details, but uh, you just fix it within you know within hours of me sending it through and then delivered it. So perfect. So I think I even got the wrong color. That's why I had to change the whole order. Which uh, uh, yeah, it was awesome. So what's the what's what's the next steps with I got you? What, what would you like to achieve? Is it just Go as, you know, take it as it comes and just try and do community events. Yeah, I think um, we don't have any any plans for the near future, um, but I guess any opportunity we get to talk um, at events or, you know, um, it doesn't have to even be an event. It just, even if we can have a conversation anywhere, um, we won't we won't give up. Um, and we'll keep raising awareness and talking about suicide prevention. Taylor and I have both done um, a mental health and a suicide um, prevention course, which I must say it was pretty intense for us to go through that because you do have to ask, um, you know, a very important question when somebody is in a dark place and um, nobody wants to ask that question, but, um, you know, if if you have to ask it and we have that person here the next day, um, you know, it it's worth, it's what we've gone through, that pain, um, it's, it's our way of healing. Yeah, which is, it, it kind of is a bit contradictory, but I mean, we wish we weren't even here today. Yeah, um, wish we could all go back to being strangers. Yeah, on the absolutely. But the fact that we are here today um, means that we do want to do something, and you know, it, it's remembering Josh as well. So he was he was huge part. Like he was a huge part of our lives. Um, we've had a lot of people. Tell us how unusual our family is, and not in the funny ha ha way. <laughs> um, but we we're a very close knit family, um, and this has just made us stronger and closer. I think what our always plan is with "I Got You," though, to go back to that, will be helping people understand suicide, because obviously, as I said before, I never understood it. And I don't want people to understand it, but the way that you react to when someone has suicided or you know someone that has someone in their life that has suicided is a big factor. And when Josh did pass away, we did have the continuous question of, oh, what was he sick with? Oh, how could he do that to you? 
How could he do that to your family? So for I Got You, being able to spread the message of what it stands for, but also having that knowledge of how to react in those situations and understand those situations, whereas you don't want to, but unfortunately sometimes we do have to, is a big thing for me. And even in my own workplace at work, a lot of people didn't understand my situation as to now when someone makes an inappropriate comment about things, there's always someone standing up going, that's not the right thing. Think about what you're saying. And it does, it resonates. You know, I got you as a big thing in our office. Let's remember that. So in that situation, how how do you react? Like, what, 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 And was this part of the um, prevention course that you did or the, the course that you did to try and was that like an education to understand how to react to, to a suicidal incident or the signs leading up to it was? It was mostly the signs leading up to it, but there also were parts of it of being able to support someone, if that makes sense, in yeah. that sort of time. Um, and it is a lot of learning that, you know, I still to this day say things and I go, oh, why did you say that, Taylor? Um, but if you're correcting yourself, you know, you, everyone's always learning about it. it. It is a very touchy topic, but we do need to spread the crappy yeah. way. I, I don't know how else to explain and, it. Yeah. And is that having that difficult conversation with somebody like, is that seeing a sign or seeing someone struggling and how to approach them? Or? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that, and that's what uh, the training that mum and I did do recently, it was, you know, picking up on the different things that people start doing or that they're changing in their ways. Um, and then having the really important conversation and asking them a question that you never thought you'd have to ask someone before. Yeah. Mackenzie, I'll come over to you. I think it was you I saw on Facebook on the guitar singing a song. Yeah. That was... Oh, that that got my emotions going entirely. How yeah. how was that? And is that something that you you'd play regularly when alone, or is that something you've done it? You want to play it again because it's you know just brings all sorts of emotions. Or um, I used to sing a lot at performances, and then as I got older in like school, it was kind of one of those things where you put it aside to focus on other things. So like when I went to uni and moved to Brisbane, it was harder to just pick up my guitar and start singing but that song actually that I wrote I started writing that the day that Josh died like I was singing and I was kind of like I was working at the time when I found out and this I was, was like, up in Queensland yeah and I was on the ferry back home to Brisbane and I was like oh and I just started writing and some of that's in the song that I put on like my Facebook but some of it's not and I still have the note of like when I started writing it but that was the way that I could articulate how I felt and it always has been and I have written songs, you know, when our pop like passed away, I wrote a song for him and that was kind of my way of grieving but it was also like because I was so far away, like I, re I put that out last August but I started writing it in April the year before so it took a long time for me to go, do I want people to hear this? And then like the reaction from it was really great and it wasn't what I expected at all, but it did. Like a lot of people saw it and went, it is okay to be upset and to not be okay. Like it was it was a really great reaction from people. So I would love to start singing more, but it is just, 
got to find somewhere to sing, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> Besides the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's one thing, finding, like, you know, talking with, with you guys and then talking with other organizations, I think we're we're accepting that it's okay to struggle and we hear the, the sayings like it's okay to not be okay, but I think the next step, Taylor, going back to that difficult conversation is we don't know what to do. We're accepting like it's okay to struggle. We all accept that now, but what to do with somebody who's mm-hmm. struggling, that's the, that's the area that I feel is, is the big struggle at the moment because I think we can see it a lot of the time but don't know how to approach it. So even with my the, the short time that I've been involved with Blokes Walk and Talk, I, I wasn't even aware there was such a, a course to go and get a bit more of a deeper dive and understanding on and how to talk to somebody in that situation. And I feel like that's something that should probably be spoken about. Like We, we do go around saying it's okay not to be okay, but it's, yeah, we need to really push that next mm-hmm. message to help people on how to talk to people in those situations. Yeah, definitely. I think as well with that, when you do say to someone, oh, hey, how are you going? And they do respond, oh, actually, I'm not doing too good. Oh, no, that's not good. Like there's just, there's no follow on from it. Whereas what mum and I did in our training course, we were able to understand what the next things were from that training. And as mum said, it is a very, very hard and long two days. Yeah. But it was very rewarding to be able to understand, yes, what I am going to say next is the right thing or the right way to say this. Yeah. How, how long ago was that course after Josh passed away? Was that, that a recent uh, thing? Or? Yeah, yeah. The one that we've done recently was probably in the last six months. Um, we did do one which was um, not as in-depth, Uh probably six months after Josh had um, passed away and that was that was tough too. Yeah. That's... Yeah. So, um, but, you know, when I think about it, I wish I'd have had that skill and that knowledge before April 2021 because I'm, I'm not saying that Josh would be here, but I would have had a little bit more courage to ask yeah. and the tools to to do something with that response, the unknown response that you might get. And I think that's where campaigns like Are You Okay? where, you know, un- unfortunately it's one day where people are really into that, are you okay, are you okay? But what happens when somebody comes back and goes, no, I'm not okay? Yeah. And it's, you know, what what do you do then? I, I'm confident I know what I would do. Um, but, you know, the majority of people wouldn't know what to do. And that's, um, you know, we, we talk about CPR um, and how that can save a life. Um, I just hope one day we can all do... Um, you know, assist or another suicide prevention course that will um, help everyday Australians. Hopefully this will become part of that first aid course. Absolutely. So when you go and get taught CPR, as you say, you yep. get taught this side of it as well yeah. on, on the mental health. And I feel as a society, everybody's on board to support it. It just, again, goes back to that down, just don't know how. Yeah. Uh, and I think everyone is trying to work towards it. But tell me something funny about Josh. It oh, sounds, like he was a, <laughs> sounds like he was a, a, a 
Pretty he was good a Larry King. Yeah. 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 He yeah. was the life of yeah. the party. Um, he look. Let's. I'll be very honest. <laughs> Please do. He wasn't an angel child. Yeah. He. Um, I'd never seen inside a police cell. I never thought I'd go inside a police <laughs> cell. I'd never been to the principal's office until Josh. You know, he was my first for a lot of things. So um, he really tested my resilience as a mum. <laughs> but um, he was he was able to just make you laugh and um yeah such a cool kid i i i'm blessed that i was his mum yeah very blessed and i'm blessed i was a mum to these two beautiful girls too so nothing really funny about josh because it's probably not appropriate for yeah. a podcast. <laughs> um but yeah if you can think of a larrikin kid that was just you know Testing boundaries um, and probably stepping over boundaries, that's him. With a big smile on his face yeah. while right. he did it. Yeah. 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 You can see from the yeah. photos that he, he Like a big, yeah, I'm going to get away with this and you <laughs> yeah. know I will. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I can't relate to being in a principal's office or a police cell or anything like that because I was a very good child growing up. So all the way until they stopped me from going to school at 15. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what was he like as a brother? I'm sure very Pain similar. in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Josh, to me, he was my best mate. Like, it makes me emotional. He was like everything because he showed me being a teenager what you can, what you can't do without getting away with it. <laughs> you know, he was always the one leading me, like, Telling me how to do something and how mum's not going to find out about it. <laughs> Did mum find out about it? <laughs> no. <laughs> sometimes, it was, sometimes, yeah. yeah. You know, it was the going to a party at 16, <laughs> but Josh fills the bush up out the front before you walk out with alcohol and you stuff your bag before <laughs> mum comes out. So he he was just, even to Ken's, I know, he was everything. He was always there when we needed it the most, as much of a pain in the ass he was, <laughs> especially to little Ken's. Um, he was always there. Yeah, and drunk too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying enjoying yeah. the moment. Yeah. Well, it sounds like just from the stories that you, you've, you've shared with me before today, talking about it today, it sounds like he had an amazing heart. The words, I got you, he's... His work of going around saying, I got you and taking it however it means is is going to go on for a very, very long time. So that's yeah. something that I think he'd be very proud of. Um, and, and I think you guys are amazing. So oh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you for, for coming in. And we, with Blokes Walk and Talk, we're really keen to try and do more things in partnership with the community. And even now just sitting here, I think what's so important for for me as well is it's not just you know, sharing the story, it's having these conversations, letting people hear us have these, you know, which I did say at the start, like I did find it a little bit, you, you took my nerves away, but it's obviously a very <laughs> personal story. But yeah. having these conversations, then the brain starts kicking, oh, well, that's a great idea about the suicide prevention course and how can we take that and share that with others and other people just listening in on this podcast, hearing that and hopefully having the same ideas and going away to their workplaces you know hopefully we can you know affect many people's lives in a in a better way but 
Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having us. To doing stuff with you guys in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's it for Blokes No Walk Just Talk podcast. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Mackenzie. If you are struggling, reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14 or reach out to Beyond Blue on 1300 224 636. I'm Craig and see you on the next episode. Remember, we're all in this together.